Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Our next guest, you know, he's got a high-profile name, and and if you only read the headline, he'd probably be a very easy guy to hate. I'm talking about Jonathan Black, son of vilified media baron Conrad Black, who I happen to like a lot. But in this day and age, only the headline matters. And the headline today is that he is innocent. He is not guilty of any domestic violence against his girlfriend, Caroline. So here's a little bit of background. Jonathan Black was charged back in 2016 of mischief and assault causing bodily harm. It all happened after uh, he and his girlfriend got into a a bit of a drunken fight and they yelled, they jostled around. She ended up falling backwards and fractured her wrist. Is it pretty? No. You got a a man and a woman, mix of booze, an argument, and an injury. She did not lay the charge. It was an attending officer who did that. Now, this case got a huge amount of attention. And he was cast automatically as a villain. I remember this charge coming in because I was covering courts at the time. So as soon as you see a name like that, you're like, hey, whoa, whoa, what's the story here? So it's easy to come up to, you know, make an assumption. And so, ironically, when this case gets into a courtroom, it would be the same woman, Caroline, the woman he is accused of injuring, who would take the stand in his defense. And a very big reason he is an innocent man today. Jonathan Black joins me now with Caroline White to talk a little bit about the headline that really is what matters uh, today, which is that you are uh, innocent and have been acquitted of those charges. Good to have you. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on your uh, program. So this happened a few days ago where you you know, finish up the court process. And um, do you feel any sense of relief? Well, as a matter of fact, it happened in December. I went to trial in December from December 4th to December 7th. Um, there wasn't as much of a hoopla r- r- surrounding my trial as there was when I was originally charged and I had my first bail hearing. Mm-hmm. There was a tremendous amount of media coverage, as you just uh, uh, described. But at my trial, there was none. And That's not a bad I, thing. I just, you got lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose so. But having said that, you know, I wanted to clear my name. I, I started sending out emails to various uh, sources, news sources that had covered it originally and had reported that I had been charged. Um, I wanted them to update the story. Um, some, uh, indulge me, Sam Pizzano at the sun wrote a nice article updating the events or the, the outcome. And so did your friend, uh, Catherine McDonald. I didn't get a good response from the people at the Huffington post. They told me just to basically to screw off and they weren't going to update the story and they weren't going to pu- pull it off. Uh, they were just going to leave it hanging out there. So I had all this negative PR. I'm trying to move on with my life. Um, Caroline and I are, are, are together still. She's here with me. Yep. Um, but having all that stuff out on the internet is, is detrimental to any, anything I'm trying to do commercially, uh, in my life. And I, I, uh, appreciate you and, and the others I just mentioned for allowing me to clear this up. Well, look, if I'm willing to, to give you the headline when you're accused of something, I'm certainly willing to give you a headline when the outcome, uh, happens. And, and that should be the standard is that, you know, if you're willing to do the story up front, you should be there to, f- to finish off, uh, at the end. But, you know, what has this been like for you? Because, you know, once you're charged, uh, and in your case, Caroline, you stayed with Jonathan through and through. So, I mean, yeah. you stood by him. What has this been like for you guys? Um, it's been really mentally frustrating for the both of us, I think. Um, 
But um, after the whole trial thing, which was three days, um, and I was on the stand for three days straight, getting cross-examined by the uh, Crown Attorney, which wasn't easy, but um, we got through it. So and so what, what is it like to be accused then and trying to clear your name when clearly your father's a very high-profile figure? It's hard to feel sorry for a guy like Conrad Black, I think a lot of people would say, so it's therefore very hard to feel sorry for his son. Well, I'm not looking for sympathy per se. I wanted, I wanted to go to trial. I was in custody uh, for six and a half months. I was in the Toronto South Detention Center, pre-trial custody. The Crown Attorney on my case was um, over, from, all, from what I heard from lawyers that I had dealt with, and I dealt with a few lawyers, I, um, the Crown Attorney was very much overzealous uh, on my case in comparison to other domestics. People, people in, in the South were like, why are you still here? The guards, the other inmates were like, this is a d- domestic. Why are you still here after six months? Mm-hmm. She just, um, she was determined to, to squeeze as much time as she possibly could out of me. And this is a dangerous environment. There's murderers uh, on my unit out of 40 men. Nine of them were accused of homicide. So, and there was a homicide or an attempted murder that took place two cells down from me. So I'm in a very much a gladiator academy type situation with a lot of dangerous people um without having been convicted of anything and then i and then i beat my case so you know it that was the, the toughest part for i don't want to i don't want to speak on behalf of caroline but she's very much determined to destroy well do you, you yeah do you think it was your profile because of who you were oh, of course 100 percent. absolutely there, there, there's no doubt because i was in the bullpen uh cells with other guys that were not even getting breach of uh, a breach of bail but they were additional domestics with the same individual three times in a row and they were getting their own recognizance bail letting to letting go let it, they were walked out right out of the courtroom with no bail conditions she put the most stringent bail conditions on me she she contested every bail that i went for they they made it impossible for me to do anything really with all yeah, it was a twenty-five thousand dollar bail, which is unheard of for a domestic. Let I'm me ask. Yeah, no. Let me ask you this, uh, Caroline. Many will say, "Why would you stand by this guy? Why? Why did you stay?" Oh, because he's the love of my life, <laughs> and he didn't do anything wrong, so I needed to be there for him. Was this just a case uh, in your mind that it was just an out of control night? You, you guys both had too much to drink, and it just kind of went awry. And that's. Do you believe that law enforcement, uh, you know, kind of uh, made too much of it? They made way too much of it, of course, yeah. So you um, never wanted Jonathan charged? No, of course not. And so... And then I made, go I ahead. made that... Sorry? Go ahead. No, I made that for sure in, in trial that that's not what I wanted. And the judge knew right away from the first day that there was no case. She knew. But, uh, of course, the Crown had to go ahead with, you know, cross-examining me before his lawyer did, you know? How has this affected you guys? I mean, are you now closer? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You go ahead. I, I think so. I mean, it's hard to compare to what it would have been had I not. We, we, we were separated by force for, for close to seven months. Um, are we closer? I think going through a trial, of the, uh, going through an ordeal like this and coming through it at the end, um, having one, I think, I think it's a, in the end, it's a positive thing for us. It was um, very difficult, though. Did but, it change you? Um, probably. Probably. You mean, yeah, I mean, look, um, was your dad, was your dad supportive of you? Absolutely. Uh, He knew it was nonsense. Um, He got him a great lawyer. (laughs) I went through a a couple of different lawyers. Both my, my first two lawyers were just getting bullied by the crown. I, you know, I paid them and then they're telling me, oh, the crown won't do this. The crown won't do that. I'm like, well, the crown doesn't decide these things. I thought a judge decided, decided they were just getting pushed around by this woman at the crown attorney's office. 
Um, so I had to get sort of a, a more distinguished uh, high-profile lawyer who usually handles murder cases and, and high court of appeals and, and superior court and stuff like that because if the woman's going to be a bully, I need to come with a little bit more ammunition, and my dad was very helpful in that. So what's next then? How do you go about rebuilding you, your brand, um, given you've got such a high-profile uh, you know, name? Well, I mean, this helps. Uh, our discussion here, the, the, the stories by Sam Pisano and Catherine McDonald help. And I have commercial interests, business opportunities that I'm working on. And um, that's how I'm going to proceed. I'm just going to keep chipping away and trying to accomplish things and, and uh, keep myself out of harm's way. I mean, if this happened, I think, in this day and age with the whole Me Too thing, I mean, it would have been even worse. Yeah. Oh well, but the, 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 that's a sexual uh, assault allegation. This was a, a not. I've never been accused of anything yeah. like that. But 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 having said that, there there, there was um, there was uh, I didn't do I didn't use a force of, of of violence to create the injury. The injury was an accident. Her falling backwards and, and hitting her wrist on a TV stand. This wasn't me losing my temper and 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 wrenching her wrist as the crown attorney suggested it just wasn't what she was saying it was so um i was innocent so i, I mean regardless of the me too thing i think in some cases some of these people are are, are terrible ra- rapists and 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 sexual deviants that deserve what's happening to them in other cases it doesn't seem as, as as terrible i think there's a lot of piling on going on but some of these men are terrible people and they deserve what's happened to them so what would you like what's your parting comment what would you like people to take away from this well, I just want people to know that I won my case and 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 that um, and that I deserve to be taken at uh, at par value. I'm not asking for any sympathy or any. I'm not trying to make myself Nelson Mandela out of this, um, but I just want um, I just want to clear my name on these charges and and you know just be given a, an equal opportunity to to progress in life like like everybody else. Well, we'll wish you the best of luck. I thank you both for joining us. Thank, thank you, you, Alex. Thanks a lot. And it's Carolyn White and Jonathan Black joining us. And, of course, he is telling his story because it is very difficult for anyone to rebuild, never mind just being charged and convicted. If you are actually charged and acquitted, you still got to live through those Google searches. And sometimes those Google searches, they just never go away. And so a guy like that, high profile, it'll be an uphill climb, but we'll see how, in fact, he does. I remember when this case came into the courts.